The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Hello and welcome. We're broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Ash Hole Podcast and we are the Ash Holes. Today we've got some delightful news about a mysterious Santa. We'll be diving into the Christmas season with the top five Christmas gifts we have ever received. And we're smoking today's pick, the CLE Corojo 1118. And if you didn't notice, with us are some very special guests today. We have Christian Iroa from uh, CLE Cigars and Jim Price as well. So zooming in, Christian, Jim is here with us. Hello. Thank you so much for coming, gentlemen. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Yes, I, we see here, uh, you said Miami traffic is, is killer right now. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> wouldn't have... think that there was a pandemic or anything going on. Everybody yeah. just drives around. Yeah. Well, they're Christmas shopping, probably, so you're, you're in the mix of it. Uh, well, we appreciate you uh, joining us today. Um, obviously, we're smoking a CLE cigar, and typically I would break down the cigar and the, the history behind the cigar, but since I have the two experts here with me, I figured it'd be best if uh, you guys were the ones to, to chat about it. So can you tell us a little bit about the cigar, Christian? Oh, let's see, Jimmy. Let's see how well you've done. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's put him on the spot. <laughs> This is the CLE, <clears throat> excuse me, Corojo 1118. It's actually <laughs> named after Christian's mom. That's her birthday, November 18th. Oh, I thought her uh, name was 1118. <laughs> no, no, no. It's part of our core she, line. She changed it. She changed it. <laughs> she illegally changed it. <laughs> we have um, four cigars in the, what would I call the core line, our core line. Mm-hmm. We have CLE Corojo, CLE Connecticut, and CLE Habano. And we also have the Azabache which is a dark wrapped cigar. Those all feature the same fillers, uh, Peruvian, Nicaraguan, and Honduran. Okay. And obviously different wrappers. Mm -hmm. This is one of of my favorite cigars in the entire line. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a very, very popular, very famous uh, shape, if you will, and name for a cigar. The 1118. (laughs) We're big fans here. Yeah, there's there's something to that shape, and and it really does change the way the cigar tastes. Because you can smoke a Robusta with the exact same blend, and then you smoke the 1118. I think it has to be with how the gauge changes and mm-hmm. how the airflow changes as you're smoking the cigar. And matter of fact, now the CLE uh, 25th anniversary, we also did a box pressed 1118, mm-hmm. which is a whole completely different dynamic. Huh. And uh, Two Guys is, is a TAA store because that would only, I think, like 75 stores across the country get it. And wow. that would be the box pressed 1118. First time I think we box press it. Okay. In a long time, anyway. So your your twenty fifth is the is the box press one. Yes, ma'am. Wow, oh, very. Yeah, interesting. it just came out uh, this week. It just started shipping yesterday. Oh my time. gosh, that's awesome! Congrats. It'll be here, be here mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Will it? Yeah. We'll we'll carry it in two guys. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. So and we'll smoke it on the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. Dang. <laughs> we have yeah. a picture of it too soon coming up, but of the twenty fifth. Well, uh, we'll find that picture and we'll we'll show it. So I have I have a super special love for this cigar. Um, before I worked here. And I was just a listener to the Cigar Authority, which is a podcast we do here as well. This was a part of the care package that they launched this summer. 
and my dad and I were both a part of the care package, and uh, that's what I got for him for Father's Day because you know I'm I'm a good daughter, <laughs> and and this was in it, and we both loved it so much that we bought the box, and before I moved out here, we split the box. And I came out to here with a half a box of these. They were gone within a week. I, I brought them in and smoked them every day. But so this is uh, my first box purchase. Technically, I split it with dad. But uh, cigar I ever I ever purchased, and I still love it. I love the ring gauge switch. You talk about that. The little um, it is a strength pocket, right? Does it pick up a little bit in in this in this ring gauge when it gets a little thicker? I, I think so. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. I'm probably doing myself a disservice, but I want to backtrack to something you just said. Isn't it amazing how cigars are a lot more about an experience yes. than just the product itself? You know, they, they tend to they tend to mean something different to everybody because I think everybody remembers where you were that first cigar, that second, the third one. And there's always maybe a handful of cigars. That, that, that you're always going to have that handful of cigars that you really remember smoking and what was going on at the time. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the fact that you mentioned your dad in that story yeah. is something I really connect with, and something I like to uh, to to and something I like to talk about a lot because cigars are so much more than just a product. Yes, look, we 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 these cigars are made. We select the tobacco really well. Everything we do is absolutely perfect. Even in the packing room, I was just there last week at the factory where I congratulate all the girls. And usually we use women for packing, so I'm not being sexist. It's just that. No. They, you guys see colors a lot better than we do. So women are the ones that pack the cigars because they can sort them a lot better. And I was just congratulating them because every time they pack those boxes of cigars, they're all absolutely even. They're perfect. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's part of the experience for that customer. You know, you spend 150, 200 bucks a box. You want to make sure it's absolutely perfect. So, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the one side. So, but it, cigars are supposed to be good. They're supposed to be as perfect as possible every single one. But it's the moment that you smoke the cigar and who you were with, what happened that day, was it a good day, was it a bad day, you're always going to remember it. So thank you for sharing that story because yes. I, I really mean, I mean, that's kind of the kind of, that gives me more satisfaction than than anybody told me 20 times how great the cigar is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is about, I feel like cigars at their core are about connection. You can go in a lounge and you can have a CEO from the company down the road and you know, the guy running the plows in the winter and, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody the, in between and yeah. everybody in between and they can all sit in the lounge and they don't care where they come from and talk and relax and enjoy their cigar. And so that's part of the appeal to me about this industry is everybody levels with each other and they can all enjoy, enjoy a nice cigar. Right. Yeah. So Chris, even, Chris, even with somebody like Jim. Even with somebody like Jim. Well, yeah. I'm just here to be punished. I'm, I'm, th I'm thoroughly enjoying sitting next to him. But, uh, Christian, did you get your windshield fixed? <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I still, I'm still i very proud of that dubious award, which is the, the best excuse for not showing up ever. I mean, uh, Garofalo has a lot of firsts, so I, 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 um, I'm very honored of that dubious award. And did he send yes, you a trophy or anything like that? I'll talk to him. Yeah, you know, I, I almost wanted to keep it, but that thing's so big. It weighs like 250 pounds. Oh, man. my gosh. You have to explain for so, those who uh, don't know. Yeah, our listeners may not be aware that you were scheduled to be on the Cigar Authority with your brother, who's still, and you didn't show up. And maybe you could right. pick up the why of why didn't you show up? Yeah, we're, we're flying up. And uh, as I'm flying up, 
you know, we, we get to altitude, I'm about 35,000 feet. You know, we're, we were headed for 37,000. The windshield busted on the airplane. Oh, my God. And at that point, That's you know, serious. I had to declare an emergency. I had to dive. You, you took a, I took a nosedive. Oh, my God. Going down like 7,000 feet a minute, you know, and I ended <sighs> up landing in Palm Beach. And, you know, funny enough, you would think I would call my family, anybody first. The first call was Dave. I go, Dave, <laughs> sorry, man, I can't make it. Did you change your pants before or after you called Dave? <laughs> no, you know what? That's actually what the tower told me. You know, once you land, you know, the fire marshal's there. Because you declare emergency, they got to check, make sure everything's kosher. Yeah. So uh, the fire marshal's there, everybody's there. So I call my mechanic. He says, listen, no problem. Just fly at 3,500 feet. Don't, you know, don't pressurize. You'll be fine. And... When I'm on, I call the tower in and say, hey, hey, when I run Juliet, uh, you're ready for take, ready for takeoff. The tower goes, oh, that was a quick change. <laughs> that was, a, that was exactly <laughs> his statement. Yeah, listen, it was a, it was a pretty fast one. And the event, I think, was it was a two or three day thing. Mm-hmm. And afterward, I called Dave. I go, listen, Dave, I wasn't I wasn't about to hop on another airplane. Man. I just needed yeah. to take a day off or two days off. And then when I called the insurance company, everybody else, it turns out that these busted windshields happen a lot more often than you think. So it's, although it's not a, a common occurrence, it's not rare at all. It does happen. I cannot believe that. Yeah. Oh, and, there's the 25th now. And, you know, Dave being Dave, of course, said, yeah, I have no idea whether this is true or not, but even if it isn't, you've got the best excuse. That, that yeah. <laughs> and you were, I don't, yeah. I don't know if people realize, um, you're the, you were the pilot. Right, you were. Yeah, yeah, you were in charge. So, yeah, valid reason. (laughs) Valid reason. Somebody has to fly the plane. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. uh, that's traumatic. For a while, (laughs) that's traumatic. We just uh, we just showed the uh, the twenty fifth. That's launched launched this week, Um, and that's the brand new box press you were talking about. I'm really excited to smoke it. I can't wait. Now, in the eleven eighteen, does the ring gauge change in the box press as well? Yeah, same thing. We just box press it, and it looks. Um, you know, I actually haven't measured the diameter once you press it because obviously it's, you know, it's it's more than fifty four at that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, man, I haven't I haven't really measured to see what it changes into. Okay. But yeah, that's that's going to be out soon, and I also call that cigar the broken promise. Okay. Because uh, when we started when we started this company, I told Tom, listen, man, we're not going to do any stupid names like Limitado or Limited or Anniversary <laughs> or anything like that because. I've always said those names are so dumb. Even like the CLE, you know, the, the first 20. I was like, dude, I'm not calling it 20th anniversary. It's going to be the first 20 years. I was, so I was finding a way around it to name it. But, you know, 2020 was such a crazy year. Ugh, yeah. I said, all right, if, if I'm ever going to break a promise, let's just do it this year. <laughs> but I don't think we'll do another anniversary cigar ever because I really hate that name. But it was just, it was, the original name was going to be a CLE 2020. Oh, wow. And okay. Yeah, but that was going to be a horrible name. I don't think I didn't think anybody wanted to re- wants to remember this year. Yeah, yeah I don't know anybody that's having a great twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and no. then we're going to be the graduate because my son's a twenty twenty, but that sounded dumb too. So I was running out of names. And the clock was running out, so I, so I panicked. I, I, I'm glad he said it. Yeah. When they first came out with the graduate, we get like a little poll. Mm-hmm. You're almost like, well, if I tell the truth. They're not going to be happy. They don't reply. They're not going to be happy. (laughs) I'm glad he said it. (laughs) Now, Christian, maybe you can help me. I'm having a little trouble. I'm looking at the shape of the 1118, and I'm thinking about box pressing it. Does it just get square in the bulbous part, or how how does this all work? No, up and down the whole thing, man. We we press it real real well. Uh, It's a good press. Does it still bulge out a little bit where it normally would? Yeah. 
it does, man. It actually feels a lot, a lot, a lot more comfortable because, you know, the one thing for me, can you guys hear me okay? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Because there's, there's one thing I've always wanted to do or something that concerned me about cigars and used to happen a lot with the torpedoes when they get too heavy. You know, hmm. I don't like cigars when they get too heavy. Hmm. And for some reason, the way, in my opinion, obviously everybody has different ways of smoking it. But what I liked about the 1118 box press is that it doesn't feel that heavy hmm. no. on, on my mouth anymore. Huh. So it just, it, it, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know exactly how to explain it. But like sometimes when you smoke a pipe, you know, the pipe just feels very heavy. Yeah. yeah. Or a cigar, especially happens to me with the torpedoes. So I like, I find it, I find I enjoy the smoke in the box press because of the shape. A lot more than the round version on the on this eleven eighteen. Part of the aging so process. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the <laughs> torpedoes, <laughs> pro, the ba the balance of it is a little off, man. So narrow at that end and heavy on the other. Yeah. End. Right. Yep. And seeing a and seeing a, a box press that has different ring gauges throughout is going to be really interesting because I can't mm. off the top of my head think of another cigar that's done that. So I'm I'm really excited to. To see that hit our shelves, I can't. Wait. Yeah, we did. We did it with the uh, the Adema on the Prieto, Sealy mm -hmm. Prieto, but the, the Adema never really, uh, never really made it that well into the marketplace. Okay. So, uh, but this one, this one is going to be a lot more popular, and this one you'll see. Yeah, and, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. You'll like it. it looks, it just looks cool. That's cool. Because they're not perfectly like a regular box press cigar. If it's perfect down the line, right. cigar to cigar, they're identical. Right. So for some reason, the 1118, they, they, obviously they press similarly, mm -hmm. but they're going to look different. Not two are going to be alike, like snowflakes. Mm -hmm. Huh. They're like sisters, not twins, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a term I've used before, especially when it comes to eyebrows. They're supposed to be like sisters. Nice. They're not supposed to be twins. So Really? really? Yeah. yeah Jim, ta Jim talks about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looks yeah. like it. Your eyebrows are, are sisters, well, not twins. You've got very nice well, eyebrows, Jim. <laughs> 50 years around the sun, I learn something every day. <laughs> every day. There you go. There you go. Um, I did not know that. So I have I have a, a question for you, Christian, that's going to change uh, topics a little bit. But uh, we're obviously in into the Christmas season. And I need to know what your best Christmas gift that was given to you of all time is. And that might be hard to answer, but it'll make sense later. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. That's a good one. Actually, I, I do remember. I was in, uh, when I was little, you know, we lived in Tampa. And I remember my, my, my grandfather bought me, it was this big Pan Am jumbo jet. I mean, it was one of these wind-up or battery toys that had the remote control. But it was one of the cheap remote control ones that either went forward and we went backward. It would always turn in one direction. <laughs> so it was little Pan Am jumbo jet toy. When you were a kid? I must have been, yeah, I must have been, I don't know, six, seven, seven, eight years old. Okay. I remember that one. Yeah. Did and, you play with toys like that? And uh, was the windshield cracked on that <laughs> toy or you managed to keep it you know, intact? It, 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 I, I'm pretty sure I cracked the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was cracked. It was probably made of metal. The toys today are not what they used to be. Yeah, honestly. I used to play with Tonka trucks that were actually metal. Yeah. And my brother and I would beat the crap out of each other with them and. Listen, We'd crash Jim, remember that little remember that little football game? It was it was like a dark green colored one. ColecoVision? The little Yeah, but it was it was a little handheld thing that we played with. 
Just, oh, like, yeah. like, just so, fo- and only did football. My, yeah. I think it was Klikovic. Uh No, what was that called? It was a handheld, though. Yeah, and it was only football. Yeah. Just a little blip. L- little blips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, listen, my mother, my mother was always so cheap. And back then, Kmart was like, everything knockoff went to Kmart. <laughs> and she would always buy me a knockoff of everything. So I ordered that toy. It was the same Christmas. And she gave me, like, the cheapy version, which was, like, a lighter green color. So now we show up to school and all the kids were playing with a cool one. Because now it's like the little dorky guy playing with <laughs> even like with members only jackets. Oh my god. me like, I don't know, um, members club or something. Just oh, something man. different. There was the real stuff. So it was, used to do that. it was called electronic football. Electronic wow. football. And Creative. I think the, the version that Christian's mentioning is the lesser version. Electronic quarterback. That's so the EQB. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man! I think that's all a little before my time. Oh shut up! I can't can't even envision this. I'd have to see a picture. You play with plastic Lincoln logs or the wood? Uh, I was more of like run around in the woods kind of person. Uh, So, mom and dad were Lincoln logs were big when I was a kid. I think my grandparents had a set. Till you got like a nine inch splinter with on them. Yeah, (laughs) down the thumbnail. But the, the. do you shave your armpits now as an adult? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Is that too No, no comment. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> we got a um, hippie there, man. So, um, so typically uh, we do a, an ash hole lighter giveaway. And um, I just, w- what the procedure is, is uh, anyone who's smoking anything of your brand They'll post it, they'll tag the podcast, and they'll hashtag your brand to be entered to uh, win this giveaway. So those who are smoking uh, CLE along with us today are eligible to enter. Just make that post, uh, tag us, and hashtag the brand, uh, and you'll be entered. We were a little confused because we haven't received entries the past two weeks, uh, and I found out that if your page is private and you tag us, we cannot see it because some people have to maintain a private page for work. Uh, or for uh, personal okay. reasons. And so I was going back and forth with a gentleman who asked if he didn't meet the criteria and I didn't even see his post. And mm-hmm. so uh, for those who, who would like to enter this week, we just want to say if you have to maintain a private page, uh, message us personally and directly and you'll be entered uh, for the CLE uh, Ashhole Lighter giveaway. And uh, that was news that, that just came to me this week. I just learned about it. So uh, you'll be seeing those posts on uh, social media here. Breaking up. news. So, breaking from news, the right? You learn something. <laughs> you learn something new every day. So I feel bad because we've probably missed some in the past. But um, to just get around that, just direct message us, and we'll be able to see your CLE posts this week. So it's so cool. We get them from Michigan. We get them from California, Florida, everywhere around the the country. These posts. So it's cool to see how far how far this brand goes and how far cigar smokers go. It's just. Yeah, I've not heard of it that done that way. That's that's actually pretty ingenious. What to have way? a hash you know, post yeah. it and then enter the contest yeah. that way. If the brand, you know, the brand wants to see it, they can. We're able to see it immediately, so it's just nice to to see everybody's uh, entries and where they're from. So, yeah, excellent. Well, listen, Jim has a Motorola StarTac, so he doesn't quite know <laughs> how to view those. Those posts. things are invincible, right? I have an iPhone four. It's Do you a, actually? No, it's a, yeah, I don't even know what it is. You have a cracked iPhone, is what you have? Yeah, it's yeah. an eight. Or seven. I don't even uh, know. It looks old. We were just talking about it earlier. I'm, I'm not really an Apple fan, but once you're once you're in it, I mean, you you're can't in. get out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I grew up on Microsoft, so oh, okay. my brother did buy the Surface phone, and he didn't like it. But okay, so your iPhone for life now. It's yep. just how it's going to go. 
Yeah, my son wants a brand new one. He already his is only two years old, so he's got the big no on that. Okay. Because every time they go to the store, they say, "Oh, you got to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade." We just paid mm. it off. I'm not upgrading. I kept my iPhone six for like six years. So I you tell him that. I think you could use a new phone, Jim. Not for no. nothing. It's I'll it's real cracked. It. For those who can't see, it's cracked. You yep. drop it. I dropped it. Christian's yep. only uh, expensing blackberries. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to be pretty good at the blackberry, the crackberry. The crackberry. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take our break. Christian, thank you so much for, for joining us My today. My pleasure, guys. Thank you very thank much. Thank you for Merry announcing Christmas. that new cigar. Yes. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, when we come back, we're going to dive in today's top five Christmas gifts we've ever received. We know one of them. Already. We know one, one of them. them. <laughs> yep. A pan and, uh, All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Happy, Have a good Christian. Happy New Year. Bye. All that good stuff. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Jimmy. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. 
As cigar aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today we are smoking the CLE Corojo 1118 with Jim Price from CLE Cigars joining us. Hello. If you don't already follow us on social media, find us on Facebook as The Ashholes, on Twitter at The Ashholes, and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. And if you're new and just listening, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, and it's time to do that because they are implementing that YouTube age verification we've talked about a few times. Or, you know, make our day and come see us live sometime. That would be great. We'd love to. Uh, oh, you say yeah. that every time, but I somehow don't believe you every time. Well, we had uh, somebody last week. That's the man. Yeah. Jamal was Jamal here. Jamal was here live was last week. It yeah. was fun. It was more fun. It's just nice to see some faces and, and fans of the show. So if you're not doing anything on uh, 4 o'clock... On Tuesdays, come right. see us. Nobody goes to the office anymore. Right? Just come here. Come no. work from uh, work from the office in yeah. the cigar shop. We have actually a lot of people that do that now. Ooh. We have a lot yeah. of guys who will who will sit in the lounge and uh, smoke and work. They'll have their headset on and they'll work and smoke. So hmm. we don't discriminate. Come come see us. So um, I'm I'm I go through these cigars fast because you I'm a do. fast smoker. <laughs> I know I love this cigar. I love this cigar. Um, and the I drawers, just, except it's that's part of the beauty of these yeah. cigars. The yeah. drawer is amazing. Sometimes you find yourself overdrawing it, if you will. It, it's, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. had a bad draw on one of these ever, yeah. and I've smoked more than a box. Um, a half that box, the half a box I mentioned in the first half <laughs> went in like I honestly think it was ten days because I'd bring one into work with me every single day and just at least have one. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I switch over to the Connecticut that same day. I don't know. I just this is one of my favorites. And uh, as I mentioned, it you know special place in my heart, but it's fantastic. Ed, uh, Ed, how are you enjoying your CLE eleven eighteen? I am a huge fan of Corojo anyway, and this I particular blend that. is phenomenal. And this size is my favorite size, the <laughs> yeah. eleven eighteen. I also uh, occasionally grab the Connecticut in this mm-hmm. size. I don't smoke a lot of Connecticut, but. I yeah. really enjoy it in this size. The Connecticut's medium too. Yeah. It's actually yeah, it's not it's a, yeah. average a Connecticut. No. And I like Connecticut cigars anyways. Yeah. Um, but the the three different fillers give it a little more oomph to it. Yeah. They're very popular here at two guys as well yes. as everywhere else. So yeah, yeah. especially the eleven eighteen. Uh, especially yeah. the eleven eighteen. That yeah. that moves like crazy mm. here. What sells best for you, you know, based on your comings and goings, is it the Connecticut or? I would say in New England, it's definitely the Connecticut. Yeah. Mm, um, it would okay. be Connecticut, Crow Cro- is a close second, and uh, the Habano is a close mm. third. 
Okay. This is also available in a Habano wrapper. Um, okay. But Kinetic, I think throughout the industry, Connecticut cigars yeah. are all, will always be. Uh, I think the best just more, seller. it's more accessible to, it is. to everybody. Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, your full body smokers can come down and smoke something lighter. Right. But if you're a light smoker, it's hard for you to go up. And so no. yeah. it's accessible and, to everybody. Or if someone's a new smoker, you wouldn't hand them a Corojo. I, I right. wouldn't. Um, right. No, it's, it would be going the other way around. Right. No, and I think some of the Connecticut's that are, you know, pushing medium now are. Ex- you know, more interesting mm-hmm. to somebody who smokes a full-bodied cigar when they want to step down. Right. They're not right. stepping way down to a mild condition. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Ben, uh, over there, you don't smoke a whole lot of cigars. What do you think oh, of Oh, uh, he smokes a lot now. The, the Celia 1118. He's been converted. Corojo. It's very, very good. Very, very, very good. good. I know, I know okay. Ben's a fan of Corojo. Yes. Ben yeah. is a fan. Yeah. Ben really likes this cigar. This is a very good cigar. Ben will stop talking in the third person because it is pretty annoying. <laughs> that is you weird. Make the copies? That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> Making the copies. Uh, no, this is a really good, it's got a smoothness to it that I really like. Yeah. Have you had this before or is this your first time? I think this is my first time with this particular cigar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's damn good. I really like it. That draw yeah. is very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's exceptional. Yeah. And I, and I, like I said, I've smoked enough now that that's just how it's made. It's, it's not, uh, rolled tight or anything i've had a clean clean smoke every single time see now he'll probably end up going to these more now that he's experienced this this corojo because you're a big fan of the authentic corojo very big fan, but... Uh, you know is, that other company that uses the authentic <laughs> Corojo? Yeah, the other company? I forget, yeah. it's a Scrabble. <laughs> well, this might Something have, E? No. <laughs> this might have uh, uh, usurped that. Ooh. Really? Man, that's wow. the word of the day. Oh, usurped, oh my yeah. gosh. He's, he's wow. got vocabulary. That's big words. Yeah, he went to school. He's yeah. can say that, all right. SAT prep. I might have to Google that one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as asked... By Christian in the first half. It's the Christmas season, and uh, we do need to talk about our top five today. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So to switch it up a little bit, this is not a ranked top five, but we do have five people speaking today. And so we're going to take the number one from all of us and make the top five list. Uh, Christian, the the question and the top five was, what is the best and most memorable Christmas gift you have ever received? And he got that, the Pan Am Jumble Jet toy Mm -hmm. with the, the movement. Yeah. What am I trying to say? Joystick. That can't controller go that can't go backwards. So that was one of his most memorable. But it's the Christmas season, so we have to talk about our number one most memorable Christmas gift. And I'm so curious to know what Ed's is. I've gotten a lot of crappy presents <laughs> over the years, and uh, this one was difficult for me. Okay. I'm assuming it can't be something I gave myself because no. I'm the only one who gives <laughs> nope. me decent gifts. It has mm. to be from someone else. Then I'm going to have to go back to, it was either 1969 or 1970, and it was a Radio Shack um, tape recorder. 
I mean, that was like technology back huh. then. Mm-hmm. And Jim will remember, they used to have their own branding, Realistic. Realistic, yeah. So it was a realistic tape recorder. So what did you record? I mean, like, just... Um, how old were you, first of all? Well, I would have been about <laughs> eight years old. Okay. I don't know how... I don't know why I thought you were like 20. No. <laughs> it's 70. No. I don't I, remember 1969. <laughs> no? No, I don't. It was I was a good born year. in 1969. It was a good year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Way to do it. It was a good year, yeah. So you didn't, you weren't at Woodstock? No. No, I wasn't either. In theory. I was, or, I was eight years old. Yeah. I wasn't going to go there. Um, you know, I'd just record nasty messages about my siblings, that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's the, that's the holiday spirit right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, Jim. So you're you're our special guest today, and you have to you have to participate in the top I'll five. I'll participate. What is the uh, it, most memorable? Actually, I thought about it all day. Really? Uh, well, not every minute, but okay. <clears throat> coming up with Christian with the uh, Coleco yeah. football. Uh, for me, it's definitely the Atari. The Atari. Mm-hmm. The, oh. fir- the first generation Atari. Wow. I think that was. The uh, I remember my brother and I. I think it was twenty six hundred. Uh, my brother and I opened. And I vividly remember opening that. Oh, we really God. wanted it. Uh, my mom wrapped. Presents, they were like wrap wrapped. Yeah. So I just, re- we, nothing else existed for like the next year. Mm-hmm. We we played nonstop. Pac, Pac-Man. Pac-Man, okay. Breakout. Bo- boxing. Boxing. Oh just in three level. circles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just punch. <laughs> Breakout was when the lines went back and forth. I forget yep. that one. Then the pop with the the pink, the tennis ball going up and down. Yep. And I would say that was probably the most memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, years later, we ended up getting, I forget the, what was the second generation of that, I forget, but they revamped it and made it, you know, smaller, cheaper, better, faster, and yeah. we got that as well. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I would say the Atari. The Atari. The, the original uh, first-generation Atari. That probably goes for a pretty penny these days, if you have a first-gen Atari. Not yeah. much. Really? <laughs> no. It's, so it's not, not like a collectible? No, because no, I my dad found ours in the garage with all the cords and everything. Yeah. And wow. uh, so I decided to look it up. I was like, I'm not going to play this thing. Yeah. Um, and I looked it up. It really wasn't all that much. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Ben, what about you over there? Most memorable uh, Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh, the Sega Genesis was pretty awesome for us. But for me, the one thing I always remember Christmas is I was 24 and my brother was 30. And that's when we found out about a cousin that we didn't know who was already in his 40s. <laughs> so <laughs> that was an interesting one. Hmm. We're like... Yeah, uh, Uncle Lee's kid. Wait, what? Uncle Lee's uh, Lee never had a kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, Rob. And then we find out, oh, he's kind of a quasi-famous film director. So yeah. a whole person. We had no idea. No idea he existed. My parents knew, but my older brother and I, no clue. How do you and Now I've become up? friends with him. I was going to say, how do you keep that under, like a whole person under wraps? Shock well, therapy? Or? I, I yeah. Think <laughs> yeah. They still do that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think uh, a... Uh, multiracial couple in the late 60s was not exactly a thing to uh, champion around if you weren't willing to deal with the shit that was going to come with that. And so I think that's kind of why. And then I think also my uncle's a dick. So I think those are the couple of reasons. I hope you're not listening. I don't care if he is. Okay. Well, you can talk to Ben after then. (laughs) It's a memorable Christmas moment here. Yeah. So yeah. is it the, here's a person. Is yeah. it the Sega or the, the person? I'll go with Rob because I'll, I'll still talk to Rob. Okay, I don't Rob. play the Sega anymore. I wrote Rob down. But not your him. uncle because he's a dick. <laughs> no, I don't talk to him anymore. He's a dick. Um, so for me, uh, I went through a huge Pirates of the Caribbean phase when I was like 10, 11, 12. Oh, shut up. Loved. My, my room was themed Pirates of the Caribbean. Loved that. I could probably still quote it to you. And um, the... Halloween, I think I was 12, I went as a pirate, 
and it was pretty authentic. Like the, I don't know, the, the pictures that I see, it was a pretty good pirate costume. And for that Christmas, my grandmother took those pictures and Photoshopped me into a Pirates of the Caribbean poster. So I was like in the cast, right? And she printed out a movie poster size of it. And I still have it somewhere. But for me at 12 years old, that was just the coolest thing ever after obsessing over Pirates of the Caribbean for mm. the past five years. And, so uh, in the poster, mm-hmm. were you with Keith Richards in there? Because he was Johnny Depp's father in a couple of those. He was. No, it was it was the first Pirates of the Caribbean poster. No. He was not in that one. So you didn't. Dead Man's so it was chest. just that is Dead Man's Chest. It was just Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, and Keira Knightley Ooh, and Sarah. Knightley. And it was so cool. I just thought it was the coolest little. The, I still think about. It. I kept it. I mean, it's in my closet somewhere, buried, so I don't get bullied. Yeah, but I'm telling you about one. it on. What's that? I think I only saw the original one. There's more than one, right? Yeah, there's, there's like a hundred. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. one of those that they should have let lie, and they kept making movies, and they probably shouldn't have done they that. They were printing so. cash. True. Printing cash. True. That's what Disney does yeah. well. Yes. Yep. So that was really memorable for me. Back in my day, they would have had to just cut out your picture and stick it on. <laughs> <laughs> with glue. We well, it was have that Back in your day, it was only a terrible ride at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Remember and Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> That's another that. memorable one, real quick. <laughs> My brother and I got those. So this was this. Um, what was he like a bodybuilder? Yeah, he's like a muscle. He was like a muscle guy, and mm-hmm. it came in a big box. And that's back when they used wire and stuff. Oh, it okay. took this took like a half hour to, to open get it. Out. You know, <laughs> scissors and all that. Oh my god! It was filled with gel, and you could stretch it. Mm. So I remember we, my brother and I, were like. We're trying to tie him around the clothesline, like uh, trying to see how far we could go with him. Nice. And he snapped, and it slapped like the I think it was a clothesline <laughs> or a tree, and all the stuff in the middle like sprayed everywhere. Oh so my we gosh! Murdered Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> what was in the middle? Like a Some gel? Caustic a gel pop. that's Caustic. since been yeah, banned. Yeah, probably cancer causing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's my Stretch Armstrong story. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so that's a close second. I would that's say a, Atari. Stretch, the Stretch Armstrong. There had to pick broke. two. It would be Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> that you, that you, you got more use out of the. We got a little Jack Bodo out. That's still going to be around. <laughs> that's great. Um, I'm in a delightful mood now. I don't know about you guys. Talking about Christmas gets me. Oh, yeah, me too. In a delightful mood. So I know Ed's not, but we need to talk about delightful news. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Yes. It goes something like this. Real wrath of God type stuff. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. Well, it's time for some delightful news, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. All right, I think this delightful news has a holiday flavor to it. A mystery man from Queensland, Australia, called up his local toy world in Gympie. What kind of name is that? Hey, man, I just found that Gympie, article. Queensland, with a surprise that shocked shoppers and the store. The man, who wishes to remain anonymous, paid off all 60 of the outstanding Christmas layaways at the store. A gentleman rang up and said he wanted to pay off some Christmas laybys, I guess. That's, that's the, the Australian term as for layaway. A layaway. As a gesture to help others, the shop assistant said. 
He said he was in a position where he could help, and he paid off several Christmas laybys to help the local kids. The generous man was inspired by an, an, an anonymous woman on the Gold Coast who did the same thing last week when she walked into Mr. Toy's Toy World in Burley Waters and paid off $16,000 worth of customer laybys, the assistant explained. And that is just delightful. Is it? That? Freaking wow, delightful. the lay-by. <sighs> lay-by. I know. I'm reading this article, and I was like, what is a lay-by? Oh, context clues. Sounds Lay-away. dirty. That right Kinda. there is hot warming. Oh. You know what they call a Big Mac in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on, you remember so that line, don't you? Royale with cheese. I'm the only one not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, watch it. I think it's in France specifically. Yeah, I got that movie in my head. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I feel like around Christmas time, there's always an article like that floating yeah. around. No, it was a quarter pounder. Oh, it was a quarter pounder. Okay, all right. Yeah. And he goes, that's right. Do you know, what they Do you know why they call it? Uh, the metric system? <laughs> yeah. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> Sorry. Is this I'm more done. obscure movie references that's, that the it's listeners... Pulp fi- it's pulp fiction. It's not obscure. Okay. You've seen that movie, I have right? seen it, but I yeah. couldn't quote it to you. I've seen uh, it like once, and it was like eight years ago. I, I only saw it fairly recently because I hate that guy. Wait, you hate so many people. You hate Tarantino. No, Travolta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why? He was great in that. Vinnie Barbarino? Come on. Why do you hate him? He's actually a great actor all around. I mean, I think he's great. Yeah, he's John Travolta. Been pretending to be straight for 40 years. Well, he's... Things, I don't know. Scientology, man. Scientology. That's why. That's I, why I you hate him. Scientology. I don't really like Scientology people. Have you? Have you like seen the documentaries about it? It's whack. They're still yeah. waiting for the spaceship, right? Well, yeah. 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 It's coming. It's twenty after twenty twenty. It's going like to land in Orlando coming. or where is it? I think they're in Clearwater. <laughs> so I visit my grandpa in Florida sometimes, and you like you. It's the capital of this Scientology, and you can see the building and the people with like the vests, and it's kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just odd. So, but those, those people are whack. I mean, John Travolta and Tom Cruise are a part of it. So, who am I to? Yeah, who am I to judge? Then that lady had to get out. Right? Leah Leah Remini. Yeah, there's yeah. so many documentaries about it. Oh, it's she has a whole show about it mm-hmm. about getting people out. Is of it that. the Escaping Scientology? Probably. Yeah, I started that. On Netflix. Not interested in any. It was boring. No, it wasn't done mm-hmm. well. So. All right, we have to rate this cigar. Oh, no. Um, yeah, we do. It's getting that time. Ed. I'll rate it 11, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, but not allowed. Not allowed. Nope. What's your rating? I'm going to go for a 93 on this cigar. I think it's very good. I'm only hitting yeah. the bulb now. Maybe yeah. it would go up to 94 if I got through the bulb, but mm. let's go 93, 93? on this. Ben, what about you? I'll go 94. The draw is fantastic. The retro hail is really good. It's got a little bit of a kick to it without being too burny and mm-hmm. too eye-watery. Yeah. So I'll, I'll <laughs> too hit it burny, right Too that's technical. It's very technical. It's not very Science. burny, Jim. <laughs> so for <laughs> me, it, this is a 95. <laughs> this is up there for me. I like that it's dynamic. You get a bit of a different flavor as you smoke it. The draw, like I've been saying, is perfect. The retro hail is really nice. My eyes aren't watering from it. So this is this is definitely a ninety five. It's one of those cigars like I don't want to end. So then I'll go grab another one and I'll smoke wow. another one right after it. So I I would ask you your rating, but you know I mean like what would be your rating for this? I feel like you know you're obligated to solid ninety one. Ninety one. Mm-hmm. Jim's a hard okay. grader. Yeah. Yeah. Solid yep. ninety one. Okay. 
So Even if I say 84, I get fired. <laughs> <laughs> and if I say 100, no one's going to believe me. <laughs> Meet in the middle. No, I did, no, that was a good answer. Well, uh, you heard it here, folks. The CLE Corojo 1118 is 90s across the board for and the assholes. It's not too Bernie. It's not, not too Bernie. Bernie. There's a new vocabulary word brought to you by uh, Ben over there. Uh, you should tune in next week for the Ashhole Gift Exchange Smoke. We'll be drawing names and exchanging with the panelists based on the name we draw so you can see what we pick for each other. Uh, you know the drill. Post your CLE cigars on Facebook or Instagram. Tag us and hashtag the brand. And if you have a private page, direct message us. Uh, until then, you've been listening to the Ashholes Broadcasting Live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And we will see you next week. Expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.